0: You've reached Debbie Taplin. Please leave a message after the beep, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
1: Hey, Mom, it's us again. Uh, hope your flight's going okay. It's Jake. And Adam. Uh, in case you didn't hear our first message because you like, can't figure out your Razor's voicemail system, here's what's going on. Okay, so, so
0: our adopted grandfather, Grandpa Ernie, is missing. She knows that. She knows who Grandpa Ernie is. It's called Context, Adam. Or is that not one of your liberal arts? As I was saying, I was doing a good job tracking down Grandpa Ernie, but you just had to call Adam and get him involved. So he shows up and slows down my investigation. That's 100% not then, what Then the I, next thing we know, there's these FBI guys at the door saying all this stuff about how Grandpa Ernie is a criminal and, and, and asking about these tapes that he had. Right, and so we, we searched
1: through the house and found a bunch of old radio tapes and a player from the 1950s. We think these tapes might have something to do with why Grandpa Ernie disappeared. So we have to make a copy of them before the FBI comes back tomorrow with a warrant and takes them. I thought the safest way to do that would be to play them all while leaving you a voicemail. In case the FBI, like, takes our phones and laptops and stuff. Or if they wipe our memory like the aliens did in Sister Act 4, Nuns from Neptune. So it turns out that these tapes are broadcasts of, like, this old 1950s, like, propaganda show called The Sound of Liberty.
0: And it's crazy! Turns out Grandpa Ernie was the sound booth boy on this show. And guess who was the host? Guess. She can't guess. Jake, it's a voicemail. I know, but she might not know that. It was our real grandpa, your real dad, Jack Taplin. So did you get all that, Mom? Because we we, we can't keep
1: recapping for you on every message. We have to finish playing all these tapes before the FBI comes back. So if you get confused, just listen to this message again, okay? Hit it, Jake.
2: From the Sherman's March to the Sea Memorial Studios in beautiful downtown Dayton, Ohio, this is the Sound of Liberty. I'm Jack Taplin. My co-host Vic Thorpe is out this week. He's trapped on a speeding bus. On this episode, we'll introduce you to the uniquely American concept of recreation. We know it's a foreign idea to all of you commies who think that fun is scraping rust off an old stove but that's just because the Soviet government has planted that idea in your heads, on account of the overabundance of old stoves. In America, on the other hand, it's all fun, 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 all the time, time, time. So we've got a spectacular showcase of American pastimes coming up for you. My good friend Chip Brantley will be stopping by to give us some sports highlights, and as a special treat, my lovely wife Tilly will present some of her picks on good books to read. She'll speak directly to all the housewives out there, I assume at a pitch that only women can hear. But first, a word from our sponsor.
3: Have you or a loved one been injured in an automobile accident? Are you too scared to drive, so you just stay home and tell people you're dying? Now, thanks to the engineers at Vanderbeek Innovations, those fears are a thing of the past. The brand new Xanderplecker Plecker or steering wheel gun, offers you the reassurance of death on impact. This device easily attaches to the steering wheel of your car, and its barrel adjusts to the height of the driver. Once your car hits another, the advanced technology of the Sturnhaden projects a bullet straight from the barrel into the driver's forehead at a phenomenal 528 miles per hour. Kablani, never again will you need to fuss with post-accident medical expenses, confusing insurance forms, or little kids drawing on your face with permanent markers while you are in a coma. This device guarantees a quick end, but don't take our word for it. When my husband was horribly maimed
0: in a nine-car pileup, I spent months watching him suffer in the hospital. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't go number two. I clung to the hope that he might survive. And I was right. He's fully recovered
3: now. But yes, I was worried for a good couple of months. And all that worry would have never happened had her husband's car been equipped with the Xanderplecker Stornhayden from Vanderbeek Innovations. Here's the project's head engineer, Christophel Slugelkart. Yeah, it's just a gun glued to a rubber tube. Well, there you have it. Straight from the mouth of a Dutchman, so you know it must be true. The Plecker Stornhaden. Life comes at you fast, your death should too. And for moms driving with little ones, invest in the Duber Moot, or Car Seat Dynamite. Sold exclusively at Marshall Fields. Thank you, the Dutch, for all your support. Now
2: back to the show. If you're listening in a place like Bulgaria or Romania, I'm surprised your frail arms, sapped of strength by central economic planning, can even turn the radio dials. Here in America, on the other hand, we have the steroid of capitalism to keep us strong. Every American is a natural athlete. Every shoe is a running shoe. And every ball is a baseball, except for footballs and basketballs. You can see our strapping athleticism on display in our professional sports, where men are paid to maim each other for our entertainment. But I think I'll always have the softest spot in my heart, not for the pros, but for good old hometown high school sports, where children maim each other for no payment at all. The roar of the crowd, the whistle of the referee, the soft giggles of virginity being lost under the bleachers. Maybe the world isn't watching, but for these kids... Winning and losing means the difference between becoming the most popular kid in school or being stripped naked and beaten to death in the showers after the game. That's why I'm so pleased to know Chip Brantley, the nation's most prolific high school sports commentator, who covers hundreds of the biggest games across the country every year. He's generously agreed to come on the show today and share with us some of his favorite moments in high school sports. Chip Thanks for being here. Whoa, 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 whoa,
3: wowzers, Jack!
2: Great to be here. Chip and I, you should know, we go way back. In high school, we played women's rugby together. Uh, back then, men had to play all the women's sports too. You see.
3: We made a beautiful pair of forward tackles, you and me. Tight formations and even tighter nylons. Of course,
2: that was until I got that childhood infection that never quite went away. Anyway, Chip, what's
3: been going on in the world of high school sports? Well, Jack, it's been a real humdinger of a year. Erwin Cleese set the record for fastest Catholic in the world, and for the third time in a row, the Nebraska State basketball title went to the Eisenhowerville Baby Eisenhowers. Plus, there were the highly controversial congressional hearings about head injuries in high school football, where the anti-helmet side made a strong case that forcing kids to wear helmets would taint the purity of the game, and the pro helmet side just sort of moaned and drooled and fell asleep. If you ask me, getting knocked around a bit is just a rite of passage, you know, like all the guys in the locker room comparing their wieners and forcing the kid with the smallest one to move to a different school. Sound familiar, Jack? <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> Anywho, Jackie, I uh, brought along a couple of real juicy clips. Take a listen to this one from the Division Two baseball state final out of Michigan. two outs, bottom of the ninth. It all comes down to Mike Bratton at bat, Jeremy Redding on first. Mike's got to bat that run in to take this one home. The paper says his parents filed for divorce last week. Unclear how that broken home will affect his swing. you got to wonder if his mind is on the game at all, or if he's asking himself, was it my fault? Had I been a better child, would they have worked it out? Fastball from Tim Kazarian, strike one. Mike steps away from the plate for a second, knocks the dirt from his cleats. If his parents don't love each other, do they love him? Steps back to the plate. He's got to be wondering if marriage isn't forever, can anything be forever? Are all marriages built on sand or just his parents? Tim Kazarian pitches, strike two. It's all riding on this. Mike Bratton looks to the stands. His mom's on the home side. Dad is sitting in the away section. Away. That's where he's going. Maybe he'll be around for birthdays, but eventually he'll meet someone new. Start another family. You always love the second family more. Tim Kazarian winds up. There's the pitch. Strike three. Mike Bratton walks off the field a loser with half a home. Divorce. What a heartbreaker, Chip. You said it, Jack. There's a bright side, though. I met my wife at that game. Was it that kid's mother? It was the kid's mom. I, uh... As Chip Brantley always says, go for the damaged goods, you'll get da d-d-discount. Chip, what about girls... (laughs) Love them. Sports. Girls' sports. Ah, they're great. Any big moments in women's athletics this year? Ah, well, I've, uh... I've got this clip from the Women's All-American Swim Championships. Feast your ears. And look at them go. They're swimming. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, just a whole lot of swimming going on here. Uh, Some of them, some of them, you know, uh, some of them are swimming faster than others. Uh, Splashing. Uh, Hey, some splashing there. Swimming. Swimming women. And, uh, up and then they've reached the end of the pool. Fa 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 Fantau! They're turning around. They're not done yet. Yep, I still got some swimming to do. I suppose. Let's just uh, skip ahead of this. <laughs> Swim, swimming, uh, arms and legs. Seeing all this water makes you wonder, you know, where all the water goes, where it rains. It's not like there's a big drain in the ground. It's Just, it's wet and then it's dry, but how? Hey, look, ah, sorry, thought I saw something. Come on, girls. We get the point. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> One person swam more than the others. What was swimming. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't totally get swimming. When I was a kid, swimming was a thing you did to not drown. <laughs> or to get across the lake to the girls' camp so you could steal their bras and try them on. Just to see. <laughs> just a little fun for the boys. <laughs> good, 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 good times. <laughs> But I gotta say, Jack, one of the most spectacular parts of high school athletics has gotta be the coaches. You got some real characters out there. I'll say, Chip. Do you remember Coach Wajowski? Sure do. Best women's rugby coach that Big Molly's Academy for Boys ever saw. He passed away in 49, sad to say. What a shame. He was a great man. Well, he died doing what he loved. Driving on the wrong side of the road.
2: Rest in peace, Coach W.
3: There'll never be another quite like him, but there are still some colorful characters out there. Probably the biggest personality I've ever seen is Humphrey Boggs, who coaches football at the Preston Brooks High School in Sumter, South Carolina. I've got a little clip to play from the state quarterfinal earlier this year. Timeout on the field. Coach Humphrey Boggs is approaching the referee. He does not seem pleased with that last call. He's gesticulating wildly. Oh, what's this? Boggs has retrieved a canister of gasoline. He's uh, he's pouring the gasoline on himself. He's still shouting at the referee. Coach Boggs is lighting a match. He seems to be threatening the referee to retract that 10-yard penalty, or he'll light himself on fire. He's waving the match around and shouting. I I believe he's saying. Do you want to be a murderer? Do you want to be a murderer? (laughs) Oh, and it's just about time for us to take a commercial break. This broadcast is brought to you by Tall Indian Cigarettes. Tall Indian Cigarettes. He's so tall, you just gotta buy cigarettes from him. So, how did it turn out? Well, let's just say I met my second wife at that game. Did the coach set himself on fire? The coach set himself on fire, and then I married his wife.
2: Well, Chip, real pleasure to have you on the show today.
3: Do you mind if I sort of hang out here for a little while? Sort of not keen to go home to the wife right now. You say one thing about the fire going out of your marriage and the the, the (laughs) doghouse. Sure thing, Chip. Your cot
2: is all made up for you. Now, Chip's always had a little trouble with his marriage, and who hasn't? Me. My wife is the secret to my success. As the saying goes... Behind every hard-working American man, there's a quiet American housewife sweeping up the cigar ash. For this next segment, I'd like to bring out the love of my life, Mrs. Jack Taplin, my wife Tilly. Hello, dear.
4: Oh, hello, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. I'm almost done with that Reuben sandwich you wanted. The corned beef should be sufficiently corn by now. No,
2: darling, remember, you're, you're doing a segment for the show.
4: Oh, golly, I'm so scatterbrained, what with the amphetamines. I'd like a moment with those poor housewives stuck behind the iron curtain. Has anyone ever thought of dusting that old thing? <laughs> Today, we'll be taking a look at what sort of literature behooves the proper American housewife. Ooh! "'Yum, yum, yum! First, the latest edition of The Joy of Cooking "'has made an art form of home dining. "'With over thirty-five variations on the traditional meatloaf, "'you'll see smiles on your youngsters, "'mild approval from your spouses, "'and a stranger when you look in the mirror. "'Who's there? "'Who's there? I see you. "'All covered in blood, you silly cat.' Next is Regina Polowska's Clean House, Happy House. Despite the author's Polish origin, this is a quintessential tool for the American housewife. Inside, you'll find tips on steaming drapes, trimming hedges, and removing set-in bloodstains. The book's quite heavy, with sharp corners, and sometimes when the baby won't stop crying, I just take the book and... pick it up and set it down, pick it up and set it down, pick it up and set it down. Finally, for a guilty pleasure, I always turn to the collected works of Friedrich Nietzsche. A pleasant before bedtime reader, this book is filled with practical advice and spiritual nourishment. When I'm washing dishes or sifting flour, I often think to myself, When you look into the abyss, the abyss looks into you. Stop looking at me in my negligee, you silly abyss. Well, this has been A Word with Mrs. Taplin. I'm Tilly Taplin. And remember, the Statue of Liberty is a woman, so don't complain.
2: darling. Great words from a great woman. Honey, you make me feel like a million bucks. A million bucks that I can keep instead of handing them over to the greasy mitts of Papa Stalin. Well, that's all the time we have for today. And what have we learned? Well, there's so much fun to be had here in America. And it's not just our pastimes; It's our present times and future times as well. However you get your jollies, you can always get them here. Whether it's playing a sport, or watching a sport. Thanks for tuning in again. I hope you've been entertained, educated, and inspired to assassinate your local commissar. So remember, while your commie taxi driver will only take you down the road to ruin, we'll put you on the first Greyhound bus to freedom. I'm Jack Taplin, and this is the Sound of Liberty.
1: So, okay, so Grandpa Ernie knew both of our grandparents, right? And, like, pretty well, it seems. So, okay, so here's a
0: question. Why didn't he ever tell us about them? There must be a reason why he kept this secret. Grandpa Ernie didn't like to lie. As soon as I asked him, he admitted that the Easter Bunny was a real woman. I know that. I was at her funeral, too. Okay,
1: whatever stopped him from telling us about this, it must have been big. That's why we gotta figure it out
0: before the FBI takes these tapes back.
1: Let's get the next episode loaded up. Okay, uh, call you back in a sec, Mom. Love you.